Hey, how you doing? In actuality, this is my second time recording this because I tried to do a like, nighttime outside my garden kind of recording with these strange, mysterious, or just, I don't know what it is, bird cacaws. I don't know if it was a cacaw. It was like a honk, really. But yeah, I tried to do that, but then mm, the cars are really hard. Um, to edit out, I I gave it a good effort, but it just wasn't working out. So I'm going to reread this um, for this kind of Tuesday horror special kind of week we got going on, which I upload Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for this month, um, just for scary stories, which I don't usually specifically read. It's usually more random, but this time, yeah, just doing this. Tuesdays are a little bit more trashy than scary, but um, hopefully it's still entertaining. And this um, short story I found isn't too bad. I would say, um, even though it's trashy, it's interesting in its own right. has its own quirks, I guess. And also, holler out to Gemma Files for listening to my video on YouTube on that podcast. Oh my god, I understand the purpose of Twitter now because I realized I could add her and then she reblogged it, reblogged it, <laughs> retweeted it. And I was like, oh my god, finally, I don't have to constantly do everything by myself. <laughs> but yeah, that was really nice of her. So we hollered to her. Um, I tried to get her to give me a horror recommendation, but uh, you know, it's fine. I think I just have to look it up myself or continue reading her book, one or the other. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on with this. This is just relaxing, hopefully. Probably because you're not going to get scared. It's more like a relaxing, scary read. Not scary, to be honest. Alright. I am a zombie, and it's not so bad. I'm learning to live with it. I'm sorry I can't properly introduce myself. But I don't have a name anymore. Hardly any of us do. We forget them, like anniversaries and pin numbers. I think mine might have started with a T, but I'm not sure. It's funny because back when I was alive, I was always forgetting other people's names. I am finding that irony abounds in the zombie life, an ever-present punchline. But it's hard to smile when your lips have rotted off. Before I became a zombie, I think I was a businessman or a young professional of some kind. I think I worked in one of those stifling office jobs in a high-rise somewhere. The clothes clinging to the remains of my body are high-quality business casual. Fine garbadine slacks, silvery silk shirt, red Armani power tie. I would probably look pretty sharp if my intestines weren't dragging at my feet. Ha. Huh. We like to joke and speculate about our remaining outfits since these final fashion choices are usually the only indication of who we were before we became no one. Some people's are less obvious than mine. Jeans and a white t-shirt, skirt and a tank top. So we make random guesses. You were a plumber. You were a barista. Ring any bells? It usually doesn't. No one I know has any specific memories. We recognize some things. Buildings, cars, 
ties, but context eludes us. We are here, we do what we do. We lack excellent diction, but we can communicate. We grunt and groan, we make hand gestures, and sometimes a few words slip out. It's not that different from before. There are a few hundred of us living in a wide plain of dust outside some large city. We don't need shelter or warmth, obviously. We stand around in the dust and time passes. I think we've been here for a long time. Despite my dragging entrails, I'm, decay I'm in decay's early stages. But there are a few elderly ones here who are little more than skeletons with clinging bits of muscle. Somehow it still extends and contracts and they keep moving. I have never seen any of us, quote, die, end quote, of a old age. Maybe we live forever. I don't know. I don't think much about the future anymore. That's something that's very different from before. When I was alive, the future was all I thought about, obsessed about. Death has relaxed me, but it makes me sad that we've forgotten our names. Out of everything, this seems to me the most tragic. I don't miss my own, but I mourn for everyone else's. Because I want to love them, but I don't know who they are. Today, a group of us are going into town to find some food. How this expedition begins is one of us gets hungry and starts shuffling towards town, and a few others follow him. Focus thought is a rare occurrence with us, and we follow it when we see it. Otherwise, we'd just be standing around groaning. We do a lot of standing around groaning, and it's frustrating sometimes. Years pass this way. The flesh withers on our bones, and we stand around, waiting for it. I'm curious how old I might be. The city where people live is not that far. We arrive around noon and start looking for living flesh. The new kind of hunger is a strange feeling. You don't feel it in your stomach, of course not, since some of us don't even have stomachs. You just feel it everywhere. You start to feel, quote, more death, end quote. I watch some of my friends go back to being full dead when food is scarce. They just slow down and stop and become corpses again. I don't really understand it. I guess the world has mostly ended because the cities we wander through are decaying as fast as we are. Buildings are collapsed, dead, rusted cars full of streets. All glass everywhere is shattered. I don't know if there was a war or a plague or if it was just us. Maybe it was all three. I don't know. I don't think about those things like that anymore. In a cluster of broken down apartment buildings, we find some people and we eat them. Some of them have weapons and as usual, we lose some of our number, but we don't care. Why would we care? What's death now? Eating's not a pleasant business. I chew off a man's arm and I hate this. It's disgusting. I hate his screams because I don't like pain. I don't like to hurt things, but 
this is the world now. This is what we do. Of course, if I don't eat all of him, if I leave enough, he'll rise up and follow me back to our dusty field outside the city and that might make me feel better. I'll introduce him to everyone and maybe we'll stand around and groan for a while. It's hard to say what, quote, friends, end quote, are anymore. But maybe that's close. If I don't eat all of him, if I leave enough, dot, dot, dot. But of course I don't leave enough. I eat his brain because that's the good part. That's the part that when I swallow it, makes my head light up with feelings, clear memories, for about three to 10 minute seconds. Depending on the person, I get to feel alive. I get traces of delicious meals, beautiful music, perfume, sunsets, orgasms, life. Then it fades and I get up and stumble out of the city, still dead, but feeling a little less so, feeling okay. I don't know why we have to eat people. I don't understand what chewing off a man's neck accomplishes. We certainly don't digest the meat and absorb the nutrients. My stomach is a rotted bile, dried bile. Wait, what? Sorry. My stomach is a rotted bag of dried bile. Useless. We don't digest. We just eat until the weight forces it out of our assholes, and then we eat more. It feels so useless, and yet it keeps us walking. I don't know why. None of us really understand why we are the way we are. We don't know if it's the result of some kind of global infection, or some ancient curse, or something even more senseless. We don't talk about it much. Existential debate is not a major part of zombie life. We are here, and we do things. We are simple... It's nice sometimes. Outside the city again, back with the others in the dusty field, I start walking in a circle for no reason. I plant one foot in the dirt and pivot on it, round and around, kicking up clouds of dust. Before, when I was alive, I could never have done this. I remember stress. I remember bills and deadlines. Acid retention reports, capital A, capital R, capital R. I remember being so occupied, so always, everywhere, all the time, occupied. Now I'm just standing in a wide open field of dust, walking in a circle. The world has been distilled. Being dead is easy. After a few days of this, I stop walking and I stand still, swaying back and forth and groaning a little. I don't know why I groan. I'm not in pain. I'm not sad, I just think it's just air being squeezed in and out of my lungs. When my lungs decompose, it will probably stop. And now, while swinging and groaning, I notice a dead woman standing a few feet away from me, facing the distant mountains. She doesn't sway or groan. Her head just lolls from side... Oh, that's my stomach. <sighs> Her head just lolls from side to side. I like that about her, that she doesn't sway or groan. I walk over and stand beside her. I wheeze some sort of greeting. And she responds with a lurch of a shudder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like her. 
or reach out and touch her hair. She has not been dead for very long. Her skin is gray and her eyes slightly sunken, but she has no exposed bones or organs. Her death outfit is a black skirt and a snug white button-up. I suspect she used to be a waitress. Pinned to her chest is a silver name tag. I can read her name. She has a name. Her name is Emily. I point to her chest. Slowly, with great effort, I say, Emily. The word rolls off what's left of my tongue like honey. What a good name. I feel warm saying it. Emily's cloudy eyes, cloudy eyes widen at the sound, and she smiles. I also smile, and then maybe I'm a little nervous because my femur snaps and all and I fall backwards into the dust. Emily just laughs, and it's a choked frog, lovely sound. Ha ha! That's how I was gonna. Ha ha! How would zombies laugh? <laughs> she reaches down and helps me to my feet. Emily and I have fallen in love. I'm not sure how this happens. I remember what love was like before, and this is different. This is simpler. Before, there were complex, emotional, and biological factors at work. We had long checklists and elaborate tests to be passed. We looked at hairstyles and careers and breast sizes. And sex was there and everything confusing everyone. Like hunger. It created longing. It created ambition. Competition. It drove people to leave their houses and invent automobiles, spacecraft, and atom bombs when they could have instead just sit on their couch until they died. Animal cravings, subconscious urges, sex made the world go around. Okay, this is where I was like, this is trashy because I think, did they just say that sex made atom bombs? Is that factual? Am I the one that's dumb or am I like, you're really stretching this anyways this is all gone now sex once a force as universal as gravity is now irrelevant ambition and longing have left the equation my penis fell two weeks ago so the equation is deleted the blackboard erased and things are different now our actions have no ulterior motives we shuffle around in the dust and occasionally have lumbering grunted exchanges with our peers no one argues. There are no fights, ever. And Emily is not a complicated process. I just see her and walk over to her. And for no reason, really, I just decide I want to be with her for a long time. So now we shuffle around in the dust together instead of alone. For whatever reason, we enjoy each other's company. We have to go into town to eat people when we have to go into town to eat people. We do it at separate times because it's unpleasant and we don't want to share that. But we share everything else and it's nice. We decide to walk to the mountains. It takes us three days. But now we are standing on a cliff looking up at a big, fat, white moon. At our backs, the night sky is red from distant cities burning, but we don't care about that. 
I clumsily grab Emily's hand and we stare at the moon. There's no real reason for any of this. But like I said, the world has been distilled. Love has been distilled. Everything is easy now. Yesterday, my leg broke off. I don't even mind. The end. How did you like that? I'm only reading it again because I thought it was actually surprisingly a um, good story in one part. Is that although this is supposed to be scary, in the sense like I'm supposed to be reading scary books, this is actually amazingly relaxing. I felt like it was such a relaxing book. For a lot of people, if you're feeling stressed out there, I can just imagine you being like, what if I just dropped on my work and just stood grunting, you know, like for a month or something. And you're just like, hmm, sounds boring. But also you're like, oh, hmm, I wish I had the option at least, you know. So I, I can only imagine that this sounds really relaxing. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just me. But that's the charm of it. But the, you know, it's still kind of trashy. There were some parts where I was just like, the logic doesn't follow, but it's okay. You're a zombie. Maybe it's just one of those, um, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Um, something untrusty, untrustworthy narrator or something. I don't know. I forgot the word. The literal, the, liter the literary term for it. But, um. Because I didn't understand his logic about like, okay, so you do know them though. Like you don't know their name, but it's okay because the person is not their name. But I guess you don't know what to call them, but they can always like make up a name for themselves, you know, but that's just my thoughts. And then we're not even going to talk about that. He just said sex made Adam bombs, but maybe he's right and I'm wrong. Mm. Oh yeah, I should read you the summary. God, I do that because I already read it before. I'm like, oh yeah. So the book or the story, it's a short story, obviously, is called I Am a Zombie Filled with Love. Yes, so charming, so cute. I'm, I don't even think I'm being sarcastic. I think it is still a charming, cute, like story. Nothing amazing, but still very cute. And, and you know, in its own way, has a purpose in life. The author is Isaac Marion, category Horror Young Adult, published in 2011. The summary goes, I am a zombie, and it's not so bad. I'm living to live with it. I'm sorry I can't properly introduce myself, but I don't have a name anymore. Hardly any of us do. We forget. Dot, dot, dot. You know, for what it was, I think it's still okay, you know? Just a good relaxing read to listen to before you go to sleep, hopefully, right? And maybe you can think of this and dream that all of your work is gone. If you're working out there or you're feeling stressed by something, just be like, I am a zombie and I eat brains to feel things. I think that's going to be the title, honestly. So, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. If you like this, you know, make sure to follow and share it to anyone you think is having a stressful week. Just like here, here's a story. Relax, sleep, you know, 
and um that'd be cool if you could do that for me and i have a twitter i think i mentioned it yeah it's mid underscore nm and uh, i just occasionally post photos because you know podcast doesn't really do that but uh, you just hear my voice hello photos are just maybe like like bigon how do you even say it i have a i have a flower like it's in front of me a bigon uh, oh my gosh begonia begonia is that how you say it my friend gave it to me i was like i want a flower and she does uh she takes it to the garden too anyways um what else i think that's it i just have to open my laptop now because my laptop screensaver came on hold on hold on Hopefully the sound is better. That's all I can hope for cuz this is my second time recording this and that's all I have to say about that. And I'll probably see you tomorrow then hopefully if I upload on time. Yeah. And we don't have any more issues recording and uploading. My Wi-Fi is such a finicky thing. That's all I have to say about that. I hope you're having a good day, a good night and as always. Oh yeah, by the way, recommend me horror stories. I mean, I don't think Gemma Files is going to give me one and it's fine. But you know, you guys can if you have any horror stories that you like and a, like a specific chapter you think this would be I don't know, interesting for me to read. Please send it to me at me something. I don't know. And okay, I think that's okay. Yeah, okay. Have I said everything I need to do? Checklist 1 2 3. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, so as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>